Welcome to Fucking Candyland, hosted by Rampage and Gemini. Welcome to Lick It Like a Lollipop. We are so excited to have a bonus episode this week, and we hope that you enjoy this. Yes, Candyland's coming in fucking sweet this week. I'm super excited. We have so much energy that we really wanted to tap in. Tap in, yeah. And I feel like something that we keep on repeating is that we want it to be a super positive and like enlightening episode. Keep the elevation going on. At this time, you have to maintain your vibration because anything that is distracting you from the bigger vision is really only going to hold you back. And I feel like cutting all distractions at this time is super important. Yeah, I feel like there's a whole bunch of negative energy that's going around and fear and things like that and everybody getting on that same wavelength when we need to be working on fucking manifesting something way different right now. I really feel like at this time, the more people that can hold the vision, even though they can't see it in their physical reality, will literally help the overall manifestation of what's happening. Like right now, the more people that say negative things or the more people that feel negative, they're only feeding the vision of the darkness. And I feel like right now it's about really standing in your power and not letting everything take away your joy and your happiness yeah there's ways to recognize and acknowledge things that are going on in your life without letting it like completely emotionally consume I feel like and you should still be it doesn't mean that things like there's not fucked up things happening but you're also in control of figuring out what you're going to put your energy into and how to I guess not get kind of stuck in that moment. I feel like there's ways to be one, always making sure that you're grounding yourself. Like if you're not walking outside barefoot, then like, don't complain to me about having a shitty day. You should, you should have touched earth. (laughs) I feel like so many people are just so distracted because they're so weighed down. And I have like so much sympathy for the people who are really struggling through all of this that are really financially, mentally, spiritually, physically, whatever, it's struggling. And I think that the darkness has created a thriving environment for people to struggle. And so I do want to acknowledge that a lot of this can be inherited from your family, your surroundings, your immediate support system, but it's 1000% up to you to change whatever you see that isn't working. And I just want to encourage everyone at this time to really be like introspective of what is going on and not just feed into the drama or feed into the bullshit, but really think for yourself. Yeah. And that goes into, I feel like when you're grounding and like when you're meditating and having time with yourself, that's when you get to start to work on not using things as an excuse as saying, this is what's going on, or this is what I've been through, but you get to silently hear your inner voice and start working on healing yourself. And I feel like that is where your energy should be going when you feel super fucking overwhelmed. Of course, there's like mental health things and whatnot, but you, there does have to be energy being put in to like change that trajectory. You mentioned earlier having like different timelines. And I, I feel like the way that people have their inner like dialogue is what shifts the timeline that they're on. I totally believe that any timeline that you exist on is totally manifested and totally a product of your thoughts and your environment. So I do believe that some people are trapped by their environment and they don't see a way out, but here to encourage everyone, there is a way out, but it takes work. It takes a lot of time and it takes energy. And I think in this current society, we're so motivated by instant recognition or gratification or you know whatever support and if we don't get that 
we give up. We just totally throw in the towel. A lot of people are just like, well, that didn't work. So we're done. And I think a lot of people give up before like, what is it? Like the fat lady sings, like they give (laughs) up way before that. So when the fat lady sings, you cracked me up. Um, I feel like when people get to the point where they're like, I literally don't know what the fuck I should be doing right now or how to shift. That's like the perfect time for somebody to get a reading because I feel like, I feel like when you hit that point, it's because the way that the messages have been coming through to you make no sense up into this point and you need it to be spelled out in a different way. And like getting a reading, I feel like is slaps you in your face, tells you like, this is different options that you have. And then going back to like the timeline and whatever the path that you choose is where you're going to end up that timeline thing. It keeps popping up. I mean, everyone has free will. So I do think that you have the option to take whatever path that you want, but if you are literally going against your soul's voice or your inner voice or inner guidance and picking path that like just doesn't resonate with you internally, you're always going to like come up short. And I think right now the universe is doing a really good job of distracting people from what's important. Like what is a real important value or core important part of your life? The universe is distracting you from that or the matrix or whatever you want to call it. Like that your surroundings, your immediate surroundings are distracting you. And I think so many people really don't know who they are without the validation of others. And right now we really have to acknowledge our shadow aspect so that we can transmute that into a power aspect. Do you find that when you're really going through it, like mentally, or you're like just absorbing negativity, do you find that you shift what you're watching and what you listen to and like the people that you hang out in that moment? Like, is that when you kind of put energy into transforming your own self? I think that I literally go into a hermit mode very often. Like it's pretty common for me to just want to recluse being a Venus ruled sign, which is like comfort, stability, beauty, harmony, peace, love, all of those things. Like being ruled by Venus in my chart has really shown me that like a harmonious home environment is the only thing I need to thrive. Like as long as my home life is good, all the external validation or hate or any of that doesn't really get to me as long as my home like life is harmonious and that could be like with a person or without a person just in general like I just need to be like at home and at peace and at chill time but I think that the universe or the people around us want to keep us worked up and involved and I just really don't care Listen, I only laughed, okay, because you're talking about like your your home environment has to be good. You literally live in Polly Pocket's dream house with the yeah. cutest peeps pillows all by yourself. No man, no kid telling you what to do, where to go, when to do it. You're over here just petting on your kitties. And <laughs> so you've got the harmonious household thing fucking down. Nailed. <laughs> this Don't is what dreams are made of. Literally, I love my life so much and I feel I feel for people on a heartfelt level that don't feel their life like I do because I know a lot of people are miserable and it's a product of their own imagination. I feel like, and this is just me and I hope that it comes out the way that I mean it, but I feel like people are responsible for shifting the world that they have and making it uh, a better one for themselves and ones that they're happy with. And I feel like I don't always have patience when people, there's a difference between sharing what's going on in life and like kind of complaining about it. Because in my mind, I think you can literally get any house that you're wanting or any environment that you're wanting. If you put energy into it, if you put energy into getting a different job and then elevating and and doing more, does that make sense? Hell yeah. Okay. You got to do more to be more. You you can't be sleeping on yourself. That's what I'm saying. Like, like 
don't say one day I'll have this and then you don't put any energy into it. And then you're like, oh, and I only ever worked at McDonald's. Well, you like nothing wrong with McDonald's. People need to make burgers too, but you know what I'm saying? I just think so many people complain, but they did not put the effort in. And I support that statement that a lot of you all that may be listening are sleeping on yourself by not doing what your heart desires. And you're just doing what society requires. And that's the real myth buster is quit doing what other people want you to do and start doing a lot more of what you want to do. Yes. And even like it's going to take, and we always talk about this, like it takes time for you to build things up. You're not immediately going to be doing it, but I swear like your soul goes on fire and you seriously feel like you're doing the absolute most when you put one step in towards making your goal happen. Like I just feel like, yeah, maybe my projects aren't where I want my projects to be right now. But every time that I edit and post a video, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like I'm chasing my dream right now. You know? I mean, any energy that you put in towards a goal or a vision or a, a anything, like it's going to come back for you times 10 because you're putting initiation and positivity or dedication into something. Like you have to initiate the universe. So the universe will just be like, okay, they're cool being mediocre or they're cool being miserable or whatever. And I think so many people, young, old, whatever, they're just willing to settle on their entire life, their relationships, their fucking jobs. It doesn't matter. They're just willing to settle. And I think we have to question why we're so quick to settle on a universe that is infinite. Yeah. Somebody told me just about like speaking out exactly you're wanting somebody told me to speak very exact when you're like telling the universe what you're wanting and you're speaking it out loud and when you're like I need money for this being like I need $99.22 to pay this bill and I need it by Thursday and I will have it by Thursday and being very specific so being like I will be a homeowner in two years and I will have 40% cash like that is my goal has been my goal will be my fucking goal I speak it mother-in-law quarters to my father-in-law can live outside though you know what I'm saying thank you I mean so many people are doubting the ability of their mind like that's just the facts like they don't they don't even know what they want because they're doubting that it could even happen and I think that's where people fall short instantly is because they're already in their heart doubting that it is even possible and I think um the generations that came before us did a really 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 good job of instilling that fear or that lack or that whatever mindset into us like we needed to earn our keep or earn our school shoes or whatever the fuck it was. Like, it doesn't matter. It's just like earning our keep. No, thank you. That don't, no, that doesn't interest me because I'm a fucking boss and people want to pretend that they don't have power, but that's because they're not willing to do the work that it takes to obtain their own power. I'm just going to say that the people that I have encountered that want to put no effort into what their own goals are, are the haters that sit on the sidelines and talk shit about all the accomplishments that somebody else makes because, well, I could do that. Well, did you though? Did you do that? These people are constantly <laughs> on the comments of every person that I follow, just talking weird ass, lame ass stuff. Like, who is even paying attention to you, brother or sister? Like, who the fuck are you? No one. Speaking cares. of, wait, speaking of who the fuck are you, Paige, you posted that status on Facebook the other day. And oh my gosh, what did you say? Like, um, if you haven't listened to my podcast, oh, what did you say? Like, if you I haven't said, listened, if you're trying to hit on me and you haven't listened to my new podcast, baby, what is you doing, dude? People, there were men in the comment section, like, 
I don't want to listen to your podcast. I want to take you out to dinner and hear it from you. <laughs> and I'm like, if you just listen to that podcast, you know, she doesn't put out and she's waiting on a twin flame journey. So she next. does not care about you. You would know that. That's, that was actually the hidden message to the whole status was like, you don't give you, I don't care about you. Like, do not come for me because it's not reciprocated but the men were real the men were like I'm gonna be so smooth the baby girl cannot say no and you were just like like, shooting it down daddy don't you you like this don't you (laughs) you're showing up like I am daddy came to the party to tell you I'm not interested I did not want to hear about why you wanted some yeah I was definitely on some other shit I was like that's not okay because you definitely don't know me clearly Oh, poor lonely, lonely souls just waiting for some cherries. <laughs> Tinder, baby, you would have better luck. Are so, you on Tinder? No, hell no. Oh, that's what I thought you were Tinder. saying. They would have better luck hitting you on Tinder than Facebook. No, I just meant they would probably have better luck on Tinder. No, the only time I was ever on Tinder was back in about like 2011. It was when Tinder first came out and it was in a beta phase. And the only way that you could have a Tinder was if you had an EDU email. And I had an EDU email. Mm, I see. No, literally. Because I went to college. Check the fucking Google. Check the duck duck go, baby. It'll tell you that (laughs) Tinder started around like 2010, 2011, beta phase. Only people could have it was college people. So I had one then. And I never, that I recall, like met anyone from Tinder. But I would always come across people that I knew. Like in real life on tinder and i'd be like boy bye so like no tinder ain't for me dudes that you were talking to or just random people you know in real life just like random people that i knew no i wasn't talking to dudes no but like random people that i knew would be on there and then we would like see each other or something you know what I mean like I would just match with them just to be like the listens on the podcast go down after this because all the men that were waiting listening just to support you were like oh not a chance bye (laughs) no I'm just kidding I think at the end of the day a lot of these guys that come after me really wouldn't know how to handle me amen Oh my God. What would they do? You'd be like, I can see right now that you are doing something that you're not supposed to be doing. Spirits telling me what you're up to. Put your shoes on and head home so we can talk. (laughs) You know, honestly, I think that would be intimidating to any guy that wants to date me because I really can read people's mind. Dude, I know I'm your friend. And we text each other, same time, same thing. You're like, I'm listening to that song right now. I'm like, I I knew I needed to send you this butterfly for a reason. (laughs) You know, the universe works in mysterious ways, right? Everyone listening, be open to more magic. Dude, you would be, okay. So I'm in different um, like spirituality groups on, on Facebook and things like that. And people will be like, I saw this today and like, it was such a beautiful sign and people are like, it was a goat. And she's like, but the way that it was like in the clouds or whatever. And I totally believe like everything that you think is a sign throughout the day is a fucking sign. Well, tell me why I just picked up this little clear bag that has cards in it. And it says, I'm thinking about you right now. So I'm just going to say you could summon anything into your reality. Anything that you want could come into your reality if you believe that. And I literally have worked with so many clients that after one-on-one sessions of getting their fucking mind straight, the next thing you know, they're literally manifesting all their dreams and bringing all their realities into one. You don't say. You know the vibe. (laughs) literally like fucking shifted my entire universe when we when I got my reading with you and here we are you know I think about that a lot because I think about how many people that wake up in the day and they're like you know what I'm listening to what that girl told me because to them I'm just that girl like they don't really know me 
but they like had to get a reading with me last night that feedback that I was getting from this woman she was like girl this is my second reading with you and I'm fucking shook and my jaw is on the floor and just all the things she was saying it really got me going because it's like you never know whose life you're going to change when you're living your truth yeah that's true um I was saying to you earlier, like, you know, I had that whole scam situation that was going on the last couple days and having so many people like reaching out and sending messages that hadn't ever sent messages before that wouldn't have had a reason to reach out to me. Like that was such like a positive outcome out of it, but getting messages like, cause I've been, you know, like I get in my own feelings about like, is what I'm doing. Like, does it even like matter? Is anybody even paying attention to that? Or am I like gassing myself? And I was getting messages of like, everything that you do is super important. Like how dare somebody try and copy that and like here to support you, whatever, listening to the podcast, love it. And I just, it just feels nice to get people's feedback on the energy that you're putting out is affecting them. You know, it like makes you feel super good inside. Yeah, definitely the positive feedback um, in like the most unexpected times is always amazing. I do feel like a lot of people, once they get a reading, it takes them a little bit to like even ground that actual information or like even focus on it. Because I've had a lot of people come to me like six months later, like with really great feedback, but it took them a while to actually like take that information and run. And I would just encourage anyone who's feeling lost or feeling unclear on their next steps to invest in themselves and get a reading from, you know, whoever doesn't matter, but like someone that you trust, someone that you support and use that as a tool or as a reference to take you next level because mentors, you know, readings, all of the things that can help you gather the details that you may be missing will literally take you next level. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I reach out to you about like doing a reading or pulling a couple cards, like when I super need it. I mean, I think I have so many people that literally like depend on my readings and when I get the most amazing feedback it's like wow I'm actually changing the world um I do think that the world has changed one person at a time it's not like a global thing so I do feel very proud of myself and just like my growth and connecting with people that are on a similar path because so many people are beginning to you know step into that power Huh? I'm high. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) We are not editing this. What do you mean, huh? I heard heard everything that you said and I vibed with it. And then when you stopped talking, my brain just went, wait, what do I say? (laughs) (laughs) She's crazy, y'all. She fucking got three... 13,000 personalities. Listen, I can't help it. All right. I'm just out here raw dogging in these streets with all these mental health issues and personalities and trying to keep it cool. You know, I saw a couple of posts from different people that have bipolar disorder and they're just like, I'm really not faking it for you all. So like, fuck you. And I really related to that because I feel like a lot of people on the internet be faking shit and you can see it. Like if you really are reading energy, I can see when y'all are faking this shit. Like I don't want to hear it because it's fake. It always makes me laugh because you like make a comment about like all my personalities like multiple times when we do the podcast. And I, I literally found this, these videos on uh, borderline personality disorder, which is what I have come through uh, my timeline all the time lately, ever since we started the podcast. And like, I don't take medication for any of my stuff, as you know, and it'll literally be like coping tools, how to pay attention, how to respond when people talk, because like, I'll listen to you full on, like vibe with everything you say. And then all of a sudden I'm like, it's my turn to talk. And I'm so anxious. And I'm like, 
<laughs> what do I do? I literally have so many friends that have been diagnosed with the, all of these different things. But I think that in the day that doctors just need to diagnose people with things to I agree. money, I think a lot of it, because I'm not going to lie, like five, seven years ago, I was on like different medications for stomach stuff and just like a bunch of stuff that was hella manifested into my world because I'm gonna tell you right now I don't consent to none of that and I don't take any medication and I'm fine so it's like how are you fine five years later and only thing you did was stop believing that you had that disease that's the only thing I did different was I was like fuck that so I don't know I think a lot of times they tell us stuff and then we believe it and then we manifest more of it so I don't know I think I think it's a way to describe people's personality I think you have a lot of personality because you're a Gemini and Geminis are ruled by the twins which are inherently ruled by multiple personalities because twins are two yeah, I do have that going on for me. Brian, last night I was talking to him and he was like, you really are, it's funny that you say that. He was like, you really are like a Gemini with like the the different personalities. And I was like, what are my personalities? And he's like, one is like your customer service, like you're being hella nice to people, but like you're not actually very nice. And he's like, and then two is you're just yourself and you're just very fucking blunt and hurt everybody's feelings. <laughs> Go. Yeah, I don't feel like you're mean though. I feel like maybe if you're gonna say something, at least maybe it's something that needs to be said. Because some people bite their tongue their whole life. And I feel like I have been coming across so many different people that are like stuck in these dead-end fucking situations that just suck. Like these dead-end jobs, these dead-end relationships, these dead-end situations that just are like horrible for them. And it's hard to tell a client or whoever to be like, you need to quit your fucking job and move. Like it's detrimental to you right now. And a lot of them, they really probably aren't trying to hear what I'm trying to say. Cause I'll be honest, like a lot of things I say to people sometimes in their best interest and the highest and best is scary like and and if I was in their position I'd be like damn like you know what I mean like I would do it because I've done it before like I've already made those types of changes but it's like I understand when you put someone in a position of like wow you need to uproot your life in your best interest it's scary and I think people that can see all perspectives of their situation can elevate in a different way but so many people that we come across are just stuck in one mindset and they really don't want to see anything different. So at least when you have multiple personalities, you're able to see multiple, <laughs> multiple viewpoints. And I honestly don't mind because it seems like a lot of my friends have this um, borderline personality disorder, like a lot of them, like not just one or two, like 10 have mm-hmm. it. And I think that also doctors just tell y'all y'all have things that maybe like could be actually normal, but they don't want you to think it's normal. I don't think that the, I don't think that the problem is with a diagnosis. I think that the problem is after you do that. So like for me, you know, you say, okay, borderline personality disorder, whatever. I don't go oh yeah, you're right. I need to take medication for that. It is okay. Well, when you categorize somebody with having this, what are the ways that their communication is perceived by other people? What are the things that the way that I'm communicating that's being absorbed this way, that isn't the way that everybody else communicates. And that actually has helped me because I can see okay, well, this way that I react in those situations isn't how the people around me are reacting and or the way that I'm feeling and that I communicate in these situations isn't being absorbed by them the way that I mean it. And so that's what I, that's how I work on that and what I do with that. And also um, it's similar to bipolar in the like uh, severe like mood shifts. And so it helps me know, 
okay, well, this is just like, this isn't actually a real thing. This is just mental right now. And so I can get through that. But a lot of people can't distinguish the mental from the physical. (laughs) And that's why we talk, that's why we talk about like, fucking fixing what you have going on and figuring out how to change your viewpoint on things and not using things as an excuse, but using it to elevate, figure out how to work on that. Yes. Amen to that. And I think that you shouldn't listen to any diagnosis that you've had from any medical professional. Just saying, I think you should explore that. For listen, your- if you've got herpes, you've got herpes and tell your sexual partners. <laughs> like, <laughs> But for real though, any psychological diagnosis, I think you need to fucking reevaluate what you've been told and try to elevate with what you can. And I think so many people are willing to just take what they've been told and run with it or settle or whatever. And I just think question everything. There are retreats that people, and I don't, I haven't done enough research on it to have a name for you or like specifics, but there are retreats that people who, um, get like chronic stomach pains and certain things can go to, and they do mental counseling there and like psychology and, um, no medications. And they find that those people actually didn't have like physical sicknesses, that it was all mental and they helped them heal physically from like chronic pain and like intestinal issues and all kinds of shit by just addressing their mental. I would totally support that because I totally was right there with those people. Like I had mental trauma and weight that I had to work through and a lot of the disease and like gastric issues that I was having was totally manifested from all of that and once I worked through all of that I've now been like medication free for like several years from being on eight plus medications so I just think that doctors or people that you respect or that you think that have more knowledge than you like you just believe whatever the hell they tell you and I just think you should question that you should really look into that because a lot of that exactly what you were referring to can be removed from mental blockages it's almost like they're wanting to be in control of your body and your mental health Hmm. (laughs) oh oh yeah oh yeah, with everything, like I'm, I'm not gonna trust anything. I don't even trust fucking microwaves. I mean, I still use them because I'm lazy as fuck, but I don't trust them. I don't really use a microwave that much, but I definitely am not heating up anything in a plastic bowl and putting it in the microwave, like paper plate or something paper, but no plastic in the microwave. Like, mm, you're kidding me. Listen, I said I was lazy. No, I'm just kidding. I don't eat my, I don't heat a uh, plastic up in the microwave either. I just think you're Although, I did make myself sick one time because I left water in my car in a plastic bottle for like a couple days and it got hot and cool and hot and cool. Anyways, it tastes like dirty pool water and I got super sick. But in the moment, it was very hydrating. Well, Madonna actually is quoted saying that she got breast cancer from plastic water bottles madonna's also quoted saying that she chews her food and spits it out but she does not swallow it but she likes the flavor and listen i can't live that life (laughs) wow you know actually i went to new york city um this was probably like 10 years ago but i went to new york city and we actually went by madonna's crib on like a little tour they were like well this is madonna's house we just like went by her crib, which was super stalkerish, but it was on a tour. And then um, they were talking about how she got fed up with like the parking situation in front of her house. And so she went outside one day with like some neon orange spray paint and was like spray paint lines and like barriers to her property. Fuck yeah, dude. Get off oh. my fucking lawn literal goals I feel like that like it sounds cool like it sounds like you've made it when your car or like when your house is on a star tour but at the same time I would not want everybody knowing where I live 
I mean, at this rate, like she's got full-time protection and a doorman and I'm totally behind it. Like if I'm that famous, come for me. I just imagine SWAT members around her house just being like, I wish a motherfucker would. I mean, I would imagine that there was someone super armed. I mean, you would think like if she's on a like stardom tour, like you said, like everyone knows where she lives, but she is iconic. So New York City is kind of like that touristy vibe. I won't lie. I have no desire to ever go to New York. Like the idea of New York itself sounds great, but if there were no people, but the fact that there's so, and they're touching you when you're walking down the road. And I just, you know, I just don't think I could do it. I've been to New York twice and I had some family members that lived in New York and they told me that on the New Year's, like New Year's Eve, New York night, that people can't like basically like kind of camp out next, like next to wherever they're going to stay for about 18 to like 24 hours and they don't leave that spot. So if they have to like pee or poop or anything, they use like depends or diapers that's what he told me and he was like all locals of new york do not go downtown for new year's eve he was like it's only tourists and people are literally shitting on themselves and i've never been the same imagine being so fucking stressed that you have to watch a ball drop at midnight to signify a new year that you're gonna shit your drawers absolutely not you could not so you're gonna smell like stank ass next to all these people because you were selfish and lazy and you didn't want to lose your seat where you're getting sweated on by the next guy who smells like a shitty diaper you don't have a seat and they don't care because there is no public restrooms in new york city like when you go to new york city literally it's legal for homeless people or whoever to shit or piss on the street Like they have no laws against it because they literally have no public restrooms everywhere in New York city, whether it's New Year's Eve or not is customers only. So like customers only may get toilet paper, but we don't know for sure. Like even the Starbucks bathroom is trashed in New York city. Like there is no toilet paper type shit. Like I've been in New York twice and One time, a bunch of stuff got stolen out of my luggage. Like, our luggage got separated from us at the airport, and we were at the hotel, and our luggage didn't show up for, like, 42 hours or some stuff, some crazy timeline. And when it got to us, like, literally a bunch of stuff was stolen. Because on vacation, I always buy new stuff. Like, so there's a bunch of stuff taken out. This is why I told you my spirit knew that there was no reason for me to ever go to New York City. I want to go to um, Massachusetts. I'd love to go to Maine. I just want seafood, though. Like, I'm just in it for the food. Uh, I just want to suck the crabs down. But that's pretty much it. Yeah, New York is super busy, super expensive. And it was way expensive way before even like the pandemic. So I can't imagine how expensive it is now. Um, it was expensive then, but I will say that like the culture of New York is really cool. What culture? They got cockroaches, giant rats. (laughs) You can pay $2,000 to live in a closet. Um, I mean, the culture of New York, like the Broadway shows and the food and stuff, a lot of it is fire. I will say New York is an experience I think everyone should have, but being already going there twice, I literally have no desire to ever go there again, ever. I feel like I want to go to Jersey just because I feel like like it would just be so different from anything that I know. And I just want to compliment all the bad bitches with the poofy hair. Yeah, we went to Jersey on a train from New York. There, um, did a train in Jersey. Yeah, we went. To, yeah, we took like the train and the subway and all the things. Like, New York is interesting. It's like it's nothing like you know, and it's like very diverse in its culture. And I would say that everyone should go to New York 
is expensive, be prepared to spend like $900 plus a night for a hotel. So if you're going to go, it's going to be like, it's several thousands of dollars. It's like not cheap. Um, but I went, I will not be going. I went to two Broadway plays while I was in New York each time, um, went to Chinatown, like in a crazy backdoor basement buying fake Chanel and Louis, but no shame. It was interesting. It was an interesting experience. We could have gotten killed, but it was fine. I feel like it sounds like it's got good fucking food though. Yeah, their food is good. Like, you can get literally, like, a gourmet steak at 2 a.m. in New York City. Like, they have no shame of, like, serving you a four-course meal at midnight. So, that was cool. But in New York, literally, the city never sleeps. And when you go there, you're just fucking tired because you're doing everything. There's so much to do. Like, we did so much. It's literally crazy. There's just food all the time at just any hour of the night. You can just have food. I mean, pre-COVID, I haven't been there since like 2017 or something. I went in like 2010, 2017, I think. But I haven't been there in a long time. But I would say that yes. I'm down for a night drive in New York to just like hit up all the food spots and like take like nice ass aesthetically pleasing photos in the night and then leave like a ninja before the rest of the people wake up and come. No, they're awake. Oh, it's literally they're all hustling and bustling in the middle of the night yeah everyone's awake I'm tired just talking about my friend lived in New York and when I was there I hit them up and was like yo I'm in New York and they're like cool I'm gonna come like I think they lived in like the Bronx but they were gonna come to Brooklyn because Brooklyn was safer so I was like okay cool I'm gonna I'll meet you in Brooklyn so I ended up meeting up with them um going to Brooklyn and I was sketched out I'm not gonna lie I was low-key sketched out it was sketchy um everything that was happening was sketchy and maybe I'm just like a Kentucky girl like what girl everything it was just everything it was 3 a.m and everybody was out it was just sketchy no see I can't handle those kind of situations because I'm always on the defense ready to fight and go and I would just be on high alert just like who needs yeah, it, you get it to me low-key is super sketchy like you really do have to worry about being pickpocketed or like whatever like I don't think they're just gonna rob you at gunpoint or anything like that but they're definitely ready to just pull one over you if they can if I come to New York and you try something, I will stab you in the dick. And this is me just letting you know in advance, people out there, letting the universe know I'm not the one. Sade I just want to come Our girl Sade, she's from New York. New York, they have spirit around there. And they're really not playing with any anybody. Like anybody is fair game in New York. I still don't want to go, but also like, I'd like to know the experience and the vibe that you're talking about without having to step foot there. I'm not a big fan of rats and roaches. And that's what New York makes me think of and sweaty bodies. I will say it stinks there. Yeah, there's no, I don't need to go. I'm good. I'll look at a postcard. I'll watch a video. Yeah, I think we have to experience different things and not everything's for everyone. That's true. I do feel like that at this time we have to stay sovereign in what we want and what we want to do. Yes. And putting energy into the things that we want and making a conscious effort of shifting the reality that we have right now. And if you're not actually happy with the life that you're living, start putting steps in towards taking control of that and shifting and being happy with the life that you have. Making the most of your current situation and just having gratitude will take you a lot further than being in envy or jealousy or lower energies. Like you have to be in the vibration that you want to attract. So if you want to attract abundance or whatever, you have to be in that vibration. I think a lot of people slip up by being super negative or whatever 
and they are not manifesting their highest and best because they're willing to settle for crumbs. Yeah, I agree. And I had asked you earlier about, you know, when you're really going through it, do you shift the things that you're watching and the things that you're intaking? And I feel like that's literally how I keep myself going when I'm going through that shit is altering what I'm watching, watching the people who uh, vibrate at a higher frequency that I do that I'm like, oh, like I want to strive for that. And then that helps pull me out of where I'm at and actually put energy into something different because I can see it. When you channel your energy into something that is positively impacting your own life or the life of others, you will just feel that inspiration and you will be able to tap in with new energy. So anyone that is feeling uninspired or drained at this time, you have to find that energy that motivates you and inspires you, even if like no one else cared or you didn't ever make a dollar on it or whatever. You just have to find that one thing that motivates and drives you to take it next level. People will start to care. Like even if nobody gives a fuck when you're first starting out, once people can see it and they can see your passion, they'll be attracted to that. And then you will have supporters and that'll keep you going. It might seem like a little bit of a lonely like ride in the beginning, but it doesn't stay lonely for very long. And also a lot of the feedback that you're going to get is going to be from unexpected avenues of people. Oh, it's never, it's never the people that you know that are like close with you that support your stuff. It's always the strangers and it takes the people who actually know you the longest time to come around. And the thing is, is most of the people that know you don't want to see you outgrow the same patterns that they're stuck in, because then that reminds them of all the ways they're not elevating or doing the work. So if you're surrounded by people that you care about, that just don't seem to care about what you want or need or desire, don't put too much emphasis on that because those people want to keep you small because that keeps them in their own comfort zone. Yeah. And I wouldn't even put energy into like letting those people know about themselves either, or letting them know that you see that I would just stay focused on what you're doing and keep that in the back of your mind, because it takes more time and slows you down for you to correct other people's intentions towards you instead of just hustling through it and proving them wrong naturally. And I think that any time that you really pour pure energy and intention into something that it will just eventually pay off. Like you don't need to seek attention from it because eventually hard work and dedication and patience will just pay off. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say on that because that's all facts. And I want to just add that you are the sum of the people you hang out with. So if you know that you've outgrown your surroundings, your partner, your friends, your besties, whoever, maybe let them go. Because if you're not willing to let them go, you're not willing to make space to receive what you really need. And I think that tonight, what we really want to leave everyone with is You have to be the one to set the standard. The universe only responds to the standard that you're setting or the standard that you're allowing in your life. And if you're allowing bullshit and drama and lower vibrational energies to have access to you, then you are your own worst enemy and you are the one holding yourself back. And that's the harsh reality and the harsh truth is whatever you allow is what you're going to receive. If you only allow the best, baby, you're only getting the best. So make sure that you're setting those energetic boundaries with every single person that you come across. And set those fucking boundaries with yourself too, like self-accountability also, and just be like responsible for controlling the energy and the environment that's going on around you and maybe don't listen to the people around you who are always negative and always have something to say or um don't support you doing what you want to be doing 
and be willing to step out of your own comfort zone. We want to encourage every single person to dive a little deeper into their own subconscious and see what it is that you really want and not what you think other people want, but what your soul and your heart desires. Because a lot of times that's very different than what you're doing. Yeah. I think that's the perfect thing to leave them with. Tap in, baby. Y'all know the vibes and y'all will be ready for the next episode. So tap in. Don't forget to live your best life. And don't forget to follow the podcast, like it, and leave us a review on whatever platform you are listening to because it helps get that vibe and the message out to everybody else. Share this with your friends, your family. Share this with someone that's going to provoke their beliefs. We want to provoke all limiting beliefs because I believe that every single person listening can elevate into their highest and best expression, which will then create the common vision for the new universe. We are manifesting a new place and we need all of the positive intentions and genuine energy to be focused on what could be not what's in front of you not what you know not what you've been told but what could be in the perfect world and the more that every single person listening can tap in with that vision the more that this will go next level so i encourage everybody to believe in themselves and believe in the energy that you can create and that you can output into the universe around you. I said, make sure you like and follow and you're like, let me tell you about all the intention you better put in the universe. (laughs) We love you all. Thank you for being here. And we will talk to you all so soon. Bye.